Uh, <laughs> what up, I'm Dr. Jones. And I am Dr. Socks. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Quarantine Snacks Podcast, a.k.a. the QSP. Where you come for the snacks, but you leave with some soul food. What's up, Doc? Man, nothing much, man. Nothing much, but everything. Uh, very excited to be back in on, on, on the show and talking to you, bro. Uh, hopefully the audio quality is a little bit better. We're doing a, uh, We're using Anchor to record us so we'll see we'll see how that works um yeah. but yeah man i'm excited feel good you know how about yourself yeah man that's actually a good i was thinking about that man i i feel better this week uh this week sucked yes. <laughs> they they seem to just keep sucking bro they just keep sucking but like i am feeling a little more energized I got a little bit of sleep last night had a little drink last night didn't do much just Sat around with Bay. We talked, had some good, meaningful conversations, man. And and chopping it up with you for the last hour has definitely helped kind of raise the spirits a little bit, man. So uh, feeling a little better. Feeling all right. Feeling all right. Good, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it's about, man. Yeah, all man. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I think uh, I wanted to kind of let our listeners know that we're going to try to like organize what we're doing, right? So Jay and I are up to something. What we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure every episode is better than the last. I was looking at the um, at like our last episodes, right? This past week, we put out a lot of content, right? <laughs> so like I was looking like, what can we do better? And one thing you and I talked about, man, was like how we organize our episodes. So what we want to do is uh, today we want to talk first a little bit about like snacks, right? So we're going to talk about our name, Quarantine Snacks, a little bit. And the snacks part, we want our snacks to kind of be like different segments of the episodes. So at the beginning of our episodes, what we're hoping to do is to kind of let you guys know kind of what is the lay of the land, right? What's our objectives? What are the snacks for the day? Um, and so this week, um, our snacks are going to be socks, drinks, and sneaks like we always do. Um, shout out to some people and some platforms and some stuff like that. Um, we also want to kind of talk about what quarantine means because we just talked about snacks. Um, we'll talk about entanglement. That's the title of our episode today. So I'm excited about talking about getting all wrapped up and entangled and what that means. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so it's a little entanglement. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So and we then, do. <laughs> Talk about it. Not, not okay, we don't get entangled. I was going to ask, like, what do you mean? <laughs> but okay, I, I don't get entangled. I just, I, I I just talk about entanglement. Clarify. So, yeah. Very important. And, and after we do a little entanglement, after we talk about a little entanglement, we're going to give a little update about Black Lives Matter because this is a podcast that is for the people, by the people. Um, and you got two providers, providers, Lord, I'm thinking about my job, to uh, co-hosts who are black and who are proudly black and who want to make sure we keep talking about black stuff because we black and blackity black. And on this Juneteenth month, uh, mm-hmm. July teenth month, we're going to keep being black. So, Absolutely. Um, so yeah, man, let's start with uh, what you got on, man? Socks, sneaks, drinks, what's up? All right, so uh, go through quick. First off, shout out to the hoodie made by my cousin, Nyjah Howard. She is CEO of the Stack of Stars brand. Uh, You can find her on Instagram, uh, Facebook. She's doing pre-orders. She's also doing uh, some great work uh, on beauty. She's uh, going to school for cosmetology and uh, 
amazing, amazing person. The brand, she's your she's your neighborhood hope dealer, she likes to say. Uh, ah. Messages is like, hey man, listen, you either figure out ways to hustle and stack or you starve, you know. And so uh that 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 motivation to being resilient and keep keeping, you know, continuing to thrive. So definitely support Cuzzo. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for the hoodie. It feels great. It looks mm. great. Looks it, like money. It, it feels like money too, bro. And mm. it's not expensive. I will say it's not expensive. These are very <laughs> affordable. She's got the top. She's got the pants. She has t-shirts. Um, so hit her up. Uh, hit her up if you're looking for. Uh, during the quarantine, a great brand. The black-owned brands. Um, never too fly to prey. That's where my hat is from. They were doing a mm. quarantine special. Bro, this hat was $10. What? Yep, $10. And every three days, <laughs> he was, every three days, he was dropping new products. So, never too fly to pray.com. He's got socks. Dope. He's got hats. He's got t-shirts. He's got all that. And wow. last but not least, because mm-hmm. you've been kicking my behind with these sneakers, because I've been trying to, I've been trying to preserve it. What you got on there? Heat, man. You said it smell like money, it feel like money. It smell like money. Well, and I got to go with the LeBron threes. The retro St. Vincent, St. Mary's, brother. Yeah, but money, money. Yeah, no, no, no. Retail only. <laughs> Retail only. But I just wanted you to know Ooh, that yeah. I have been oh, saving yeah. my heat. Oh yes. Oh well, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a nice little backdrop. <laughs> that is so, funky. That is folks. Tired of you coming in here, just yes, sir. Yes, Black sir. Month, Air Max <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. Let me yes. let me go. Let me go. Let me go in the tuck and pull out. That is that. Stuff. You went in deep for that one. That one's I deep. Did. That's I deep. Did. That's deep. Those are high school colors, you know. Same. I, and same. I know that I was looking. I was like, those are the high school. What's funny is those. I believe those are the same colors from Alan Iverson when he was at Bethel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your, your, your side of town. That's yeah, my side yeah. of town. But them there things funky. Them, they funky. Okay. In fact, I, that I think that that the threes is part of what they integrated to the graffiti. What was the ones that just came out? The seventeens that just came out. The fours. The fours. But they fight. I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mess with you because I might have some of them in the tuck too. Okay. I, I got some heat though. I got some. Mm-hmm. I got some. What you work with? So, um, I this shirt people seem to really like. This shirt. I wish it were a black-owned brand. It's not. It was straight from Marshalls. Um, but I didn't do it on a Blackout Tuesday, so I've had it for a little while. Um, so I love this shirt. People like this shirt a whole lot. Um, as far as other things going on, I had to pull out my revenge. You see that? Uh, you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, R O T N. Um, so that's my uh, homeboy, uh, Atmar Matthews. He goes by AMAC. Um, he's a rapper. He's also doing some other amazing yeah. things in the city of Memphis. He's from the M. And uh, AMAC, shout out to you. R O T N stands for Re- Revenge of the Nerds. Great rap Ooh. group. Got a new track with uh, Project Pat. The boy doing some real serious things. Shout out to AMAC for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, real good stuff. Real proud of my homie, man. Uh, Morehouse brother. Really, really great man. Um, as far as the socks go, might as well show you the socks. Uh, last month was Pride Month, so I picked these up. Yeah. What's some light? Hey. What's some light? I like What's some it. Light? I like them. I actually picked I them up because like I like the colors, but they got pride yeah. on the toe. So that was real funky. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna design something like this one of these days, and you're gonna have some of them Doctor Socks on your feet. So just keep your eyes open, Jay. Yeah. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. I see. 
Man, I'm glad. I'm glad. I like the socks, bro. Because one thing that uh, you know was kind of important, you know, with everything that was going on with with George Floyd and all the other killings and and, and just wrongful deaths due to police brutality. Uh, one thing that I have, you know, what we have to acknowledge too is, you know, our our our, our LGBTQ plus friends and family and brothers and sisters, they stood in solidarity with right. us. You know, many of us are within that community as well, but they stood in solidarity to say, hey, we understand that during Pride Month. This is what's important because if everyone doesn't matter, our lives don't matter. Well, if black lives don't matter, our lives don't matter too. And for many of us, we are black and a part of the LGBTQ community. And uh, so I just wanted to, that's dope, man, because they've been and will continue and we will continue to be tremendous allies for all of our brothers and sisters. And so um, I need to cop me a pair of them socks, brother. I don't know where you got them from. You probably, you know. You be hiding where you be getting your sock, but it's okay. okay. (laughs) Sometimes that's how it goes down. You're right. Um, You know, one more word on that, man. I've noticed. uh, So, so I guess two more words. One is that um, I think I told you that one of the ways in which I am allowing the BLM movement to change me is that instead of only looking to allies for them to help my movement, I am looking at ways in which I can help their movements. And um, so I'm really doing some deep diving. Again, this is not sufficient. This is just the start. Some deep diving around the homophobia I was raised with, some ways in which I face it. I talk to my partner about it a lot, just kind of like, how can I kind of function in a space where I am like developing and kind of meeting some of these like ugly mores that I grew up with. Um, So I'm really, really happy to, uh, to be thinking about, I've been thinking about it for years, working on it for years, but I'm really grateful that I feel kind of re-energized around that. Uh, and then the other word is to you, man. Like, I really peep. I love the way you use your IG, the way you use your platform, man. Like, you definitely make sure you 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 don't just stick to heteronormative or heterosexual norm, norms. And you make sure that you kind of cast a broad net when it comes to celebrating Black people. And I'm just like, I look up to you for that, bro. So I'm really grateful for what you do there, bro. Appreciate I aspire to do that, man. So my kicks. My kicks. Um, you know, and these was a fluke. I went for a different pair of shoes, and okay, I'll show you those shoes later. <laughs> you know, I, I, I went for a different pair of shoes, and I asked, I just happened to ask about this other pair, and they had one pair I needed that was, like, limited exclusive. They're going to blow your mind. Um, and then I was like, y'all happen to have these? And they was like, we got one and a 12. And I was like, box it up. So this is something I never had. I ain't even sure I really wanted it. But when I saw it, 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 it just and I'm sorry. Um, you just got the they didn't come out I, not too long ago. I ain't warm. I ain't, it's icy still at the bottom. I ain't warm. And you supposed to be in a quarantine when these came out. I was, and I happened to pop in the mall. And I don't know if y'all know much about the top threes, but those are the top three Jordan fives that's ever come out. And so they put them all together, and we got our purple tongue to pay homage to the grape, the metallic at the bottom, and the fire red, as you can see. Here, so I'm still scared to wear them. They all suede, but they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be worn outside one of these days. Well, outside, open back up. I'm gonna just do what you see. How you do it? You did like that? Okay, yeah, that's how you do it. So yeah, there we go. There goes our sock sneaks. <laughs> a little something light. I told you, light. Just a little light work. Hard to get. I don't even know if you can find them anymore. But you know, you can't. <laughs> Again, this is all for motivational purposes only. Yeah. We were growing up, we couldn't get Man, any of these. Couldn't get it. Not couldn't because it. It was, hey, we just and so we made a promise to ourselves, Man. and that's part of the friendship. We realized we had a lot of things that were alike. Uh, we made a promise to ourselves, hey, 
this is going to be one of the things that we like, you know, when we get the chance to be able to afford these because of the hard work and dedication to education, uh, to, to, to just doing it the right way. Yeah, so anybody who sees this, any young person who sees this, like you can make a lot more money doing things the right way using your brain than anything that's fast and quick. So absolutely. So you don't normally see doctors with these sneakers on, but we are helping to normalize it because we are here and we take up space. So I love it, bro. What are you drinking, Doc? What are you drinking? Doc, I am drinking green tea with a little bit of almond milk. Hmm. Really good. So when I was in uh AP English, we were reading all the books that didn't have black people in it, like Pride and Prejudice and Right, 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 right. And uh, we were doing it based off of how culturally the things were there. So one of the activities was actually learning how they drink tea in England and UK. And they would use milk or cream in their tea. Never heard of it. Never tried it before. Started in high school. Now I'm addicted to it. So switched away to try and get rid of dairy um, a yeah. little bit. I, I still like pizza, though. Now, pizza. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> almond milk and green tea, brother. That's what we Man, get. that's amazing. So I'm going to the gym as soon as this is over. So I have ready the rock and roll uh, my total war. Now, I wonder if this, this is just a, a pre-workout. I mean, I don't really, I'm really caffeine sensitive. So this is actually like two days old because it takes a long time for me to get through much caffeine. Um, but sometimes it helps in the gym. What I want to know is if there are some Black-owned businesses that do pre-workout. So I would love for you guys to let us know if there's some supplements, some caffeine, some pre-workout, some advice, all that type of stuff, Black-owned, because I'm all for Black-owned right about now. I mean, I'm scared to eat. I'm scared to eat beans from Goya. I'm scared to eat chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Don't get me started. So (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I just want to make sure. Bro, bro, Goya. Oh, don't do not do it. I was here hurting. (laughs) I was here hurting. Oh, they about to be hurting. We ain't playing. We ain't playing. No. We ain't playing. And, but 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 why do we even do that, man? Like uh, help everyone understand why we talk about the importance of black dollars and, and black business and black ownership. Yeah, man. Well, one of the one of the one of the things that pops up for me right away, man, is that like number one, we should be doing this already. We should be supporting our black businesses already. So I'm I'm elated about the surge around black lives, around black business. Uh, but B.O.B., Black-owned businesses, is like, this is something that we have shied away from because of convenience, I think primarily price number two, um, and just kind of the rep that Black businesses get, right? When I think about Black businesses, what pops in my head is the same uh, same stereotypes that I have about like certain types of restaurants. You know what I mean? When you go in, the, 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 rest, the, the service might be trash, but the food might be good, right? So we think we put Black-owned businesses in that same space. But now what I'm seeing happen is people are starting to say, wait, like, one of the places in which black people have power is in our dollars. Um, right. I used to work for Best Buy, man. And when they told me for the first time that like, I can't remember the number, but there was like trillions of dollars in online sales from just people of color, from black people and people of color. Like, geez, like I was like, wow. So there's all this power that none of these organizations are talking about, right? There was a list when I was an undergrad, <clears throat> there were certain lists. And I won't name the companies off, but there were certain companies that were on what we call an NUD list, a, a non-urban dictate list, which means that they were specifically not, uh, they were making an effort to specifically not um, uh, advertise to people of color because they didn't necessarily want people of color wearing their clothes and their clothes weren't designed for those people. Long list, long, long list. I was ashamed because one of those companies, I, I used to buy all my dress clothes from there. Haven't bought yeah. it since. 
Um, and now what we see is we see watch companies, we see dress shirt companies popping up, we see hair businesses, we see bow tie, we see people that are doing food, grocery stores. I've learned so much about the Nashville area when it comes to black owned business that I'm like, man, this is this is a lot more here than I thought they were. I mean, nail salons, the whole nine. We just have to look for them. And I'm hoping what this does is put the black dollar back where it belongs. So the black Wall Street does more, or the new Black Wall Street isn't just a place, right? It's an idea. Um, it's a concept. I like it. I like it. I'm sitting and taking notes because we kind of turned into a quick little segment unintentionally. Mm-hmm. But you're right, man. And this is how you get to that equity, man. We need to have ownership, you know? And a lot of times we don't have the resources. Like in the past that like we talked about, you know, certain restaurants, the, the service might be bad, but the food is, is, is amazing. And then you sit and say, okay, well, is there equity in there a bit like are are they also the business owner are they also the server are they also the cook you know and so it reminded me when you talked about undergrad i was like yo this is the same thing i hear people talk about hbcus where they're like the idea where it's unfair stereotypes where they can say that you know they could they can they can make unrealistic judgments of, yeah. of without knowing and so um what, what i'm seeing here is seeing us and being able to be connected to the business owners you're learning that hey it's just me running this company you know it's just my family running this company we're trying yep. to figure it out we want to grow to the space where we can hire people mm-hmm. where we can invest that way but for now this is also my five to nine and i also have a nine to five it's so like we have to make sure we're reinvesting and supporting yeah. the best way that it can. And if it takes you, you, you had or whatever, you know, a couple more days to, to get there than normal, build and grow and help to teach each other exactly. how we build it and make yeah, it better man. for one another. And so uh, we're not saying that black dollars are better, Terry Crews, or <laughs> we're saying that we have to have. Yeah. ownership we have to have acknowledgement of our existence so that we can stay in business and have a seat at the table mm-hmm. so I, mean, I like it man that's dope yeah man and to your point like the last thing i want to say about that is I want to make sure to answer your question which was like why are we doing this in the first place it's because mm-hmm. some of these large companies that black people have been putting their money into are starting to kind of show their colors right mm-hmm. and i think it's i think quite frankly it's disrespectful for uh, a company like goya specifically to to like like in your face, right? Support a president who has been very, very, his actions, not his words, his words are really inconsistent, but his actions say that Hispanic lives don't matter, right? Children in cages, don't get me started with ICE, the whole nine. So then for, or for a company, right, where, and I don't even know if Latin folks eat Goya the way American folks do, but that's another conversation. Like, um, but it's kind of like, you know, here you go, one of the major proponents of a lot of stuff that's in my cabinet, was in my cabinet, and now, you know, to make a to make some support behind someone who is not just misogynistic, also racist, also, you know, through their policy shows that, um, especially when you're allowed to uh, get one of your homies off, as what happened in the news this past week, when he commutes this sentence for whatever this dude's name is, um, and then has uh, Hispanic kids in cages, like, come on, bro. Like, so therefore, what we're going to do is we say, okay, there's no point in, like, bombing your buildings. There's no point mm-hmm. in, like, getting in your face yelling and screaming or trying to hurt you and your family. Let's hit you where it hurts, right, with your dollars. So what, what you going to do without black and Hispanic dollars, right? So so good luck. That's real. That's real. I love it, brother. Yeah, man. Quarantine. Jay, tell us what quarantine means. 
Why in the world are we talking about quarantine snacks? Yeah, so we named it Quarantine Snacks because it actually, you know, it started out as a project, a mental health happy hour, right? So we didn't even have a name for it. It was just like, this is what we're going to do. This was in the first couple of weeks, I think first two weeks of being self-quarantined. Everyone was struggling with how do we make this quick adjustment, this immediate adjustment. Um, And so we're like, well, we'll give them some snacks, you know, something that can possibly help them from a mental health perspective. A happy hour, we'll turn up, chat. It gives us an opportunity to communicate. Uh, what we did find is that, you know, uh, quarantine has an even deeper root, a deeper meaning that is actually pretty good. So, you know, quarantine means, you know, by Merriam-Webster, uh, a state of isolation, you know, of enforced isolation. That could be someone enforces it on you or you enforce it on yourself. Um, and so what I liked about it is, man, you were able to put the mental health spin to it. So it was like, oh, this is perfect. So could you talk a little bit more about that isolation and, and mental health space for that? Absolutely, man. So you know better than anybody um, when it comes to your work in diversity, equity, and inclusion um, that the real change that happens in society starts in conversation, right? It starts one-on-one with other people and by myself. Like, how do I, what's happening in psychology, we call it, what, what, what's going on in your private events, right? In your home when the doors close, in your mind, in your heart, what's happening inside, the things that no one else knows about. Um, and it's hard to explore those things when there's so many external stressors. Um, I'll add a layer to that, which is that uh, when you've experienced trauma, right, where little, I always talk about it this way, whether it's like stress, whether it's little T trauma, so you've been through some difficult things, big T trauma, um, sexual abuse, you know, um, other experiences that you might have had, people might have had in childhood, um, like, you know, living with parents who struggle with alcohol abuse or other things like that, um, or even like, you know, so or multiple traumas, which is other diagnoses we call things like complex trauma, sometimes PTSD. Um, when you've experienced these things, you get one of the ways you protect yourself is get really good at monitoring the outside. You get really, really good at seeing what other people are doing, keeping your eyes open. In fact, one of the main uh, symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder is hypervigilance. It's just that being on edge and watching for everything to make sure it's all stays where it's supposed to be. It's why my back can't be to the door. It's why I've got to walk the perimeter five times before I go to bed and the like. Um, so because we get so good at monitoring the outside, we really don't do a good job of monitoring what's going on inside. Uh, this is mm-hmm. why mindfulness is really important. Meditation can be really helpful prayer, whatever that looks like for you, uh, spending some time. I'm an extrovert man, and I love people, but one of the things this quarantine has forced me to do is to slow down and yep. to be able to sit with me and see the ugly and see the pretty. I told you earlier, like, me and Bay, somehow we're both alive still. She hasn't ripped my head off, and I haven't ripped her. <laughs> like, we are still alive, so we've been forced to really, in some ways, like, be present with the relationship, right? With all the yeah, good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. So, so, the point here is that the isolation that is enforced uh, can be enforced by you, right? If you are the person enforcing the isolation, then you can be the person to say, like, I need some time away. It's what I suggest for folks who are struggling with anger, right? You're mad at somebody. My first suggestion is, like, deep breath, go sit down somewhere. Um, and when you do that, then you allow the integration to happen between what's going on in your heart and what's going on in your head, Um so that's really the way I look at it, man. It's like that we do such a good job of kind of keeping our head on a swivel, which means we never look in. So, mm. yeah. That's powerful, man. That's powerful. Exactly, man. So, you know, with, with your tools around mental health awareness and, and you being a practitioner and provider um, yeah. and me doing work around leadership development, diversity and inclusion um, and, and, and personal development, performance coaching, like mm-hmm. it just makes a perfect opportunity for us to 
give service back to the world and grow with the world as well. Um, so like we, we take that feedback, you know, feel free to continue to ask us questions or, or topics you want us to speak to. So thank y'all for that and continue to do so because that's what we're trying to provide. You know, we enjoy this. And so we love doing the research, providing those tips and providing those ways to help make not just ourselves better and evolve to be better human beings, but also the community as well. And, and we grow together. So thank y'all for, for, for being, being with us, man. Now we got some, we got some announcements, bro. We do. People who saw us <laughs> on social media, they noticed some things, man. Tell us about it, yo. Man, I am, <laughs> I'm so excited, man. I am so excited. Um, first and foremost, first and foremost, <sighs> I mean, the king himself, Jason Dempsey, pulled up, came through with man, logo man. of all logos. <laughs> uh, <bro>. I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I saw I was like, wait a minute. First off, he did it so fast. He did, you know? right? I was like, and, and it's so well done. This is why you don't do everything yourself. Use your friends. Use people who love and, and have passion for things. Yes. Empower them. Because this show, bro, for him to come up with that logo and concept based off of the conversations, we, the small conversations we had with him bro. was like, yo. And he bro. came up with like four or five different options. He had options, bro. So, like, I don't know if he went to, I don't know, like a Alphabet's factory and was like, I need the biggest cue y'all got. And he, like, bid it. And he was like, I got an idea. I don't know where the inspiration came from. But all I know is it's amazing. Yep. And right, and bro. we are so excited, so grateful. I didn't even realize we were supporting a Black-owned business by hitting up Jay and doing that. But, hey, I'm all for it, man. I love when it's natural. Uh, super excited about the logo. Thank you, Jason Dempsey. Hit him up. His IG is at uh, JSNDMPSY. Um, he's also got some other projects. He's boiling, boiling up. He's doing some other cool stuff too, more than just um, a website and uh, graphic design. So make sure to hit him up, folks. If you need some more info, hit us up. We'd be happy to link you. I've actually already linked him with a couple folks. So hoping the ball keeps rolling. Um, we got some other stuff, Jay. What else yeah, is going man. on? Yeah, man. So shout out to Brandon Tail my brother from another mother, uh, my my business partner with self Narrate and our profit and just good friend. He did research because he wanted to figure out how to help us have a larger platform and get wow. outside of more than just Facebook and YouTube. He did a lot of research and he was like, listen, mm. Anchor is going to be your best bet. So we created mm. an Anchor profile for those who want to, or are thinking about doing a podcast. When you create a profile, logged in, did everything there, it put our stuff on all the major platforms. So we are now on Spotify. We're Spotify. on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um, we're, throwing, we're putting our stuff on Facebook, Facebook. On YouTube, YouTube, trying to keep it on Instagram, IGTV. Like, wherever you <laughs> carry your pigeon, we don't care. We'll, <laughs> we'll put it wherever we, it can help our voices and your voices be heard. So yes. um, excited to see this. So if you can, like, subscribe, rate us on those apps. Because when you do that, it helps us to to get put on uh, different pages and different spaces for more people to come in. It even helps us in terms of ad dollars. So the more subscribers and likes we have, the the, the cheaper it is to do certain ads. Um, and all those ads are, are, are just so that we can promote that this podcast exists so people can get these snacks. That's it. Got to eat. Got to eat. Why Got to eat. Gotta Why eat. not eat with us? I mean, Why not eat with us? <laughs> Man. Oh, we got another logo, another slogan. All right, I'll take you it. Gotta eat. We'll write it down. <laughs>
All right, brother. We're, 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 we are knee deep in this thing. So deep. So deep. Speaking of deep. <laughs> Speaking of deep. <laughs> Can I go deep? Deep. deep. Of deep. Man. The title. The title the of title. Our, 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 our episode. Entanglement. Entanglement. So I'm sure like the rest of black America has, has, has yesterday. Yeah. Jada Pinkett and Will Smith did mm-hmm. their red table talk. They did. To discuss uh, the rumors. Rumors. Of said entanglement with entanglement. the office Alcina. Now, normally mm-hmm. we would not veer into topics like this, but. A part of quarantine snacks is understanding balance. I need to to be very hyper focused on creating positive change yes. in my work and in my circles of influence. But I also recognize that I need to get away, and sometimes some good reality drama is good for balance. So we were like, let's talk oh. to it. We're gonna, we're gonna start Brother. pulling in more current events to balance off the mental health and everything else as well. So- I'm so grateful for you because I used to say this about Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. I used to say this about Black Ink Crew when I was watching it. All these other shows. I would say, you know what I love about Real Housewives? Yes, I watch Real Housewives and Orange <laughs> County and all that stuff. And the reason I needed those, you know, people didn't understand why they were Because work is hard. It is yes. hard out here yes. for a pimp. And sometimes I come home and all I want to do is look at somebody else's drama. Yeah, I ain't got no drama. I ain't got no drama. I'm happy. I'm happy to go. I wonder what's going on the old Instagrams. And get the scrolling and get the scrolling, and next thing I see, a uh-huh. little entangling. A little entangling. Now, little now, also entangling. keep in mind now. Now, one other thing that we we recognize. Now, I know I, for me, I, I was that person too. I was like, I can't stand watching this. I see what it does to mm. my people. All these little mm. kids watching this, and they gonna think that this is like what reality is. And then like white people, and they like this is what black people Facts. are. This is not a true Facts. reflection of who we are. And then I had mm. to realize some of us are ratchet, but not. <laughs> more, but more of our stories are being told. There's balance. Yes. I was getting yes. tired of seeing that being the only story of blackness, and I like the fact that they're bringing in other people that are that aren't black. Like everybody mm-hmm. has just mm-hmm. Disney's got it. Drama. Like I don't think Disney's I got it. Yeah. Then we saw. Uh, I don't know if you heard Marquise. <laughs> I am Marquise, the DJ. Oh man, he made a beat. It's hard. It's so hard. The entanglement. Oh, yeah, he made the entanglement. I heard it this morning. Hard. (laughs) But so, and and of course, right? Of course. So let's start at the top, right? So it seems as though Will Smith and so, so let's back up a little bit. What I love about the story, what I love about the story, which we'll give a little pricey to. A word I don't get to use often, Jay, but I want to say a pricey. P R E C I S. What accent over the E, I believe. (laughs) <laughs> right. I don't know what that is, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so what ha- so before I go there, I wanna say that what Will Smith and Jada Jada Pinkett Smith do is I think both genius and 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 like and uh there's a paucity of this in the black community. Another SAT word. Bang, ding ding ding. And and so what I'm getting at is no one talks about marriage for real, right? 
Mm-hmm. I have been searching, and I, I tell my girl this all the time. My 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 woman, my 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 girlfriend, my my partner. I tell her this, um, that one of the things that I hold near and dear to my heart is mentorship. I mean, for me to get to where I am right now, I needed to have someone, at least professionally, I had to have someone who was doing a PhD or who already had a PhD in psychology. In order for me to get from through high school, I had to know high school graduates. To get through Morehouse, I had to know Morehouse graduates. To get through UF, I had to, and, and now what's always lacking, right, where the paucity lies is where are the healthy marriages? Where are the exempl- examples of what does like love really look like because I feel like those who are struggling with love, like which is probably most of us, um, I think we do it in silos, right? And we we take it and we hide it here, we hide it there, so that folks don't know that we really struggle. And I ain't saying everybody should be entangled all up. I'm just saying some of y'all might be entangled and now, <laughs> they don't even know it and don't even know it. And Jada is saying like, look, y'all, entangling ain't as crazy as you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you bring up a good point, too. For one, you know, I've watched the video at least twice now. Uh, for one, the, the... Tell us what the video is. Tell us what happened, because I didn't do a good job saying what happened. Tell us what happened. You, you did. You did. Uh, they, they, they tried to clear up some rumors. Um, and Will tried to take Jada's position on the red table of taking her to the table, similar to the way she did Jordan Woods with the whole uh, Tristan Thompson, uh, Kardashian kissing scandal. Yeah. Uh, so he was trying to. Uh, it was interesting because you see the you see the life partner. You see the man also trying to challenge, but also still protect. And so he knew he. I feel like he knew he had to be there because the whole world is like, how does Will feel about this? Right. What is going on? So I felt that there was an obligation that spoke to him as a person, as a human being, uh, but also as a partner. He also recognized how culturally. Uh, people view his place as the man in the relationship and wanting to know what his perspective. So for him to even be present, that yes. takes a lot. Um, he's and, also Will Smith. Don't don't forget that. He's also Will Smith. He ain't right. just anybody. What, he ain't me. That's what, and that's what people need to remember. This is Will Smith. This ain't like, no, this, this, this is the person I looked up to as, and still look up to as like the big cousin brother that I, as an only child, like I wanted to be cool like that. I wanted to, you know, he knocked every box off his smash out the park. Like he was so the real. epiphany of like, yo, like this is what, in my opinion, millenn- young millennials looked up to as like, like you said, the people who were at Morehouse to get you through Morehouse. This was like, oh, this is the person I watched Fresh Prince and navigate my emotions. And, and better understand perspective of, of what it meant to be, you know, a young black man. You know, so to see that person, I know I'm not separating the art from the from the from the from the person, but I'm just saying right. he's shown up in different spaces and places where we look to him. I don't say we. I look to him to be like, oh, we. let's see how Will Smith did. It. You know, let's we. How, what's going on here? So I want to hear from him. What are his thoughts, right? What, so do, what he, does Ja Rule you know, think? What a job. Okay, anyway. But, um, I think with uh, what we saw is, you know, they, they try to, you know, make a statement saying, yes, she was in a in uh, a relationship. It took a little digging for Will Smith to get to that. Relationship? Did, did she say relationship? She said entanglement. Ah. And he said entanglement. And she was Ooh. like, entanglement. I said what I said. Now we found out <laughs> what the definition of entanglement was. And it's, it's a deep relationship. Mm. Well, I think that's what is something. It's in there. But uh he was like mm. 
entanglement and she was like yeah so he was like no you mean like a relationship she said yeah so again they were separated and on their own and it sounds like the intention was that they were probably going to divorce yes. so i think that that's part of what we're i'm seeing twitter and instagram forget to include they were like on the verge and he said i ain't i was done i was done with you and she was like, I was too. And right. we just didn't make that public. So hmm. there's some there's some, some some leeway there where it's like, hey, like they thought they was done. They thought they were done. Hmm. And I'm I'm having a couple of thoughts, brother. One okay. of those thoughts is we looked up the denotation of entangled. <laughs> and here, here, here it goes. Entangle. Two, two definitions. One is to cause to become twisted together with or caught in. This is via Google, okay? Google's dictionary. So. Twisted together or caught in. Here's the other one. To involve someone in difficulties or complicated circumstances from which it is difficult to escape. She knew exactly what she was using, that term. She, she knew what she was saying. Because entanglement is actually a better definition than relationship. As for what she just said, bro. Entanglified, and bro, bro. But the the problem is, this is so public. Mm-hmm. It's so public. It's so and uh, some of they're doing because I will say, uh, you probably didn't help yourself putting your entangled partner oh. on the red table talk. Oh yeah. Last year, this was not a long time. Ago. <laughs> this was like she was like, it was like four years ago. Yeah, like I ain't spoken nah, in nah. so long. That was last year. So people have wow. forgotten that. But um, mm. uh, dang. so so the, we're men, right? We yep. talked about we talked about in the future, right? We want to make sure to do a, 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 a an episode about uh, the plight of black women. Yep. And one of the reasons why we don't want to talk too much about the plight of black women is because we don't want to mansplain. Right. Nope. We don't want to be those guys that's trying to explain to women what they need and who they are. Nope. I'm straight. All I'm going to say about the plight of black women today is hashtag Breonna Taylor, right? Make sure to support her. Make sure her voice does not die. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little more later. But I, I, what we can speak to, though, as men, um, as black men even, is the ego. You and I talked a little bit about the ego earlier. And man, like Will Smith, I admire the ways in which he has been trying at least to navigate the amount of pressure internally, right? The ego, but also to your point, the external pressure that we as black people put on a guy like Will to be like, uh-uh, no, I found this out. No, this is not cool. I'm turning the house upside down. This is crazy. It sounded like he did something that, that we, and I'm gonna step out a little and say this, that like, so black folks might not always feel like they've been through stress or trauma, but there's some books that talk about post-traumatic slave syndrome and collective trauma, things like that. Um, and one of the relics of that whole process, man, can I be that we don't, you got it somewhere? Okay, grab yeah. it. Um, you got it? Come on, show it to the people. There you go. Post-traumatic slave syndrome by Dr. Say that for me, Joy DeGruy. Yep. Dr. There we go. Love it. Love it. Yes, please get that book. Check it out. If you need the help, if you need help on that, we'll make sure to give it to you guys later. But the whole concept here is that one of the relics of slavery signed, wow, 
one of those relics that we are in the streets, but we can't, our, our egos, I think as men, have become fragile in some ways as a result of things that we've been through, right? We try to protect ourselves by, you know, kind of not digging into the vulnerable and not being okay with that. It's actually some conversations I remember them having about uh, Jaden and how there was some uh, some discomfort around Jaden being a young man and being able to express himself in the way he has in Willow as well. And how the I think one of the posts I saw was that black folks are uncomfortable with them because we don't know what it looks like to be free as young black people. And I was like, that is insightful. And yeah. honestly, that is also true. Because growing up as a kid, I didn't feel like I could be free, especially when it came comes to creativity and expression, uh, at least without being joked on or clowned on, what have you. So that means I limited myself. Again, I'm not trying to say that Jada was right. I'm not trying to say that Will is having the right reaction. I am saying that one thing I'm noticing about this black man is, is that he is, is taking some responsibility for it. And mm -hmm. I think that when you've been traumatized, it is hard to take responsibility for your peace because to the point I made earlier, right? Your head is on a swivel. You're watching everything that's going on outside of you, trying to make sure it's safe. And if you have to monitor what's going on outside of you in his situation, I'd be monitoring Jada and August and I'd be hypervigilant saying, whoa, where you going with my wife? Whoa, that was my wife. We're not together, but hold on. And instead he's saying, wait, wait, wait. Like I was done with you. Like inside, I had some stuff going on and he didn't share about that stuff that was going on inside. But that's what, that's the interview I want to hear. Like, right, Jay, right. you know, like, Will, what's yeah. going on in you? Like, what was yeah. going on when the breakup happened? What was happening? You know, what, what's yeah. up with you? What's happening? And he mentioned, I mean, you know, this isn't to say that uh, they both mentioned that they were both not necessarily entangled, but he he, he alluded to that there were things that were going on on, on his side, too. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I think that, you know, you bring up a great point of uh, there would be a great opportunity to get further understanding to share what that process looks like, you know, when you're done with somebody, but then you realize that you're not done with them, you know, yeah. how do you show back up and still have the capacity yeah. to love them again or love them differently? Or I think in their case to love them fully for the first time. Ooh. And so hey. we're talking about like some real deep communication that had to happen for two people to show up on a show, uh, even though, you know, it, it, for some, it could have felt like it was scripted. To still be that vulnerable in a space, understanding their position, understanding what they represent to many people, that takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of heart. Um, and they knew, they knew we were going, we were going to have a field day with it. But they still said we got to put something out. So um, I think those deeper conversations of understanding what those that process looks like, what where yeah, what he said, any any deep relationship like that has to be forced through fire. Forced through um, fire, yeah. So it's just now I don't know if it's got to be entangled fire, but to each their own. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, bro, to overcome the ego in that space and still know that they there is love for that other individual, a need to have them in your life for the rest of your life. I don't know if this is the first time we have seen this from a, you know, uh, uh, even just celebrity. I mean, in, in that space, but from an African-American couple to talk about what these types of things look like and to be open and to be vulnerable and to discuss them on a platform where the whole world sees the whole world gets to make their own decisions. Um, it created conversations like this. You know, we're not the only podcast is doing this. Everybody and their mom is talking about entanglement today. Nice. Um, nice. But 
we wanted to make sure we're talking about the mental space and even with her and her entanglement with August. Uh, one thing that was interesting to me is that, you know, she had kind of alluded to she just wanted to feel good. Now, of course, we went and put that in the Holly Berry movie and, and we chopped that up. <laughs> I just All kinds of things. feel good. But, <laughs> okay, anyway. But <laughs> he was in a position. This is, we don't, we don't, we're not, I, this is a whole other segment that we're not going to be able to get into. Okay. She said she liked to help people and kind of go into now. There, it sounded a little predatorial to me uh, to okay. help heal, and then that evolved into an entanglement. <sighs> that was I see what like, you're saying. but yeah. Man, how many times have we seen or been a part of relationships where two currently at that moment broken people get with each other to try and make each other feel Ooh. good? Boy, that we're preaching first, and I Whoa. was like, "Yo, Whoa. yo, this is this, this this is what we need to be focusing on." Many of us get into mm. relationships trying to validate our self worth by somebody yeah. saying they like you, they love you, and they'll never leave. Yeah. Versus, you got to be you got to love yourself first enough to be able to receive bro. something from another person. That's so, what we call codependency, bro. You are yeah. all over it. I mean, I think that. Uh, goodness, we do not have time to go down that road, but you are you are on it right there, bro. You are on it. That we do that all the time. And and as a psychologist, what I'm hearing you say is that like I am legally bound to keep my distance uh sexually from patients for that reason. Because I am in their lives to help them, and crossing that boundary does more harm to them. Right, then it does help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 notice, right, that having that relationship might be quote unquote helpful, right? A romantic relationship might be helpful, but it will cause more harm than it will cause help, right? Beneficence mm-hmm. and non-maleficence is what we call it. non-malevolence, I'm tripping. So um, like I think it's really important to your point to have boundaries, right? If I am hoping to help someone, even if you're not a therapist, right? Even if you're not legally bound, if my goal is to help someone, then be careful about the bounds of that relationship and the impact that will have on someone else. Now, what we're talking about, right, is privilege, right? I have the privilege to be able to help someone and then I can choose to to allow that relationship to turn into something else, which is why I think it's interesting you use the big P word, predatorial. I don't think the intention was bad, but to your no, point, I, so. I do think the, the impact was was probably harder for August than is being than their space for us to contain. Um so Jay, I think that uh yeah, you hit a real nail on the head right there. I was gonna mention one video and then I want us to make sure to do some Black Lives Matter uh updates. Um there's a video by Dr. Abraham Tversky. I think that's how you say his name, T W E R S K I. Uh he's a rabbi. And uh, he talks about love. He talks about fish love. I don't want to spoil it too, too much, but I'm going to have to say a word on it. And his whole point here is that um, if you have something like a fish, uh, I'm going to spoil it. Who cares? So uh, (laughs) you guys watch the video. Y'all might not watch the video. Who knows? But if if you're mad at me for spoiling it, it's a two-minute video. Whatever. Uh, So, and I'm going to butcher it anyway. So sorry, Dr. Tversky. Um, So he talks about, you know, walking over to a young man. It's like in the river or something. And the young man is uh, not in the river. He's like eating a fish that he got from the river. And he's saying, hey, man, what are you doing? He goes, I'm eating fish. He's going, okay, cool. Well, you know, tell me about it. He's like, oh, I love fish. It's like, you love fish? He's like, yes, I just love fish. 
And he goes, okay, yeah, so you love fish so much that you decided to take it from his home, to kill it, to cook it, and then eat it. That's what you love fish that way. And then the young man goes, well, no, I, I didn't think about it like that. So what the rabbi goes on to say is that you don't love fish. You love what fish can do for you, right? And so he said, a lot of us navigate the world having fish love. But we don't love the fish, right? Because if we love the fish, we would leave it in the water. We might feed it. We might let it be, right? And, and maybe even let it go if it never came back. But what we do is we want fish for what it can do for us, how it can serve us. Um, and until we change that, that uh, mindset, that dynamic, we'll continue to have fish love. Bro, that's deep. Woof. Can't take credit for it, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, that's a, that's that, that's a whole podcast episode right there, man. I swear, bro, I'm telling fish you. love, fish love. I was like, man, we need to rechange this to plenty of fish, and I was like, <laughs> still, still, man. Still, we don't want to go there. That's good. Though. I like that. I like that, man. It, it, it gives you a different perspective on how we're looking at things and how we use the, and the language that we use. Because I mean, that was one of the things that they were talking about. I was seeing, you know. Black Twitter talk about. Um, for those who don't know what Black Twitter is, it's just Black Twitter. Exactly what it sounds like. Black people on Twitter making really good uh, investigative journalism and thought-provoking things that probably have nothing to do with research context but provide you with a good laugh. But they did say something that you can't pull from and they were saying, you know, even the, the, the masking of uh, potential detrimental behavior and behaviors towards someone's well-being but using love, like the words like love and, and, and feel good and, and, you know, to say I did it from a good space can somehow take away from the accountability that you have to protect the person that you're entangled with. And yes. I'm, man, like, oh. that's real, you know. And as we a, gotta as be, a man. And we got to make sure we're because, I mean, like, yeah, like I was about to say that, you know, right now, you know, this is interesting because I, I think very few moments we have seen it from the space of, Jada, from a woman's perspective, in, the, in this happening, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll sometimes wonder: Is this why it's such a big thing? Uh, because it's mm -hmm. happened. Men, we do it all the time. Oh, uh, bro! Future's made a career off of this. I mean, he Ooh. streets. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like, like give it back. She belongs to the street. I, I listen Ooh. to it, but I'm just saying, like, we <laughs> do that a lot. So, yeah, I'm glad the conversation started, but we have to make sure we're self-reflecting and remembering our positions and our relationships to mm -hmm. ensure that. We're not just saying we like fish and we're really hurting and harming and taking oh, that boy. entanglement out of the water. Um, Tangle, tangling out of the water. <laughs> yes, so, brother, we have about nine yeah. minutes left. We definitely right. get into uh, our Black Lives Matter updates because, again, we will continue to push and drive this uh, as we are on our quest for equity and to be able to show up and take space uh, as the people that we are. So Black Lives Matter does not mean Black Lives Better. Again, Terry Crews, it just means that, hey, we need you all to recognize that we are here too. We deserve yes. equitable access. We should be here. Uh, the, you want to bring up your constitution, when it's all men, that should include us. So um, that right. keep pushing and continue to push it. So what's some updates that we have, brother? Well, I mean, the first one we wanted to say is, um, again, back to Breonna Taylor, we noticed that, um, you know, I heard, a, I saw a quote, and I may have mentioned this in a previous episode, I don't know, but about how even in death, it seems as though Black women um, are forgotten, um, are overlooked. 
and it's it's unfortunate and it's very real because Breonna Taylor is no longer trending. Um, you know, George Floyd. Uh, I am. I, I feel horrible about the martyrdom this had to happen in his life. Uh, but Breonna Taylor is a uh, is a different type of martyrdom. I don't even know if we can call it martyrdom. We can call it murder um, because that young lady. Uh, and neither of them are martyrs, right? None of them were, were hoping to do something, right? They were hoping to be alive. But uh, what we see is that uh, Black women, we have to really get behind our queens. That's what it comes down to. You know, we have privilege, as you well know. Um, and as men, uh, Black men, I think we uh, I had a supervisor talk about how we most people usually identify, I think I said this before, but identify with the part of them where the injury um, is the most. And I identify with the most injury to my blackness, so I identify as black first. Don't forget that I'm also male, which means I have a I have a privilege, I have a platform, and it is my responsibility to use that platform in a way that raises the voices of those that are unheard, like Breonna Taylor. So, um, lots of protests that are still happening, uh, movements that are happening. You can still donate to Breonna Taylor's family. Um, we are hoping that we'll put enough pressure on these necks so that they will be able to catch every single person involved with her murder. Um, so that's something I think that's really important for us to start with, bro. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, man. And I agree, man. We have to do everything that we can to make sure that they're not forgotten. Um, I, I know they passed a Breonna Taylor law or, or act or whatever that was, but uh, that, that's that's just a part of the accountability. That's just for future instances, but we're looking for justice. Um, yeah. And it, that's just... It just shouldn't be this this domain of of, of just non accountability to, to assume that as a as a police officer you can do no wrong. Um, yeah. And in this space, a life was taken. We can't get her back. Um, and she did nothing wrong. She was a model citizen. So um, we got to continue to to push, uplift, and and, and apply pressure. Apply right. pressure the best way to get, and be creative in it too. Um, like I saw, uh, I've shared a couple of the uh, the videos. Uh, that to ask, you know, request uh, the, to arrest the the killers of Breonna Taylor, but it was via rap through one of our uh, our great yeah. uh, rappers, uh, Toby, and uh, yeah, 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 he did it in a yeah. creative way where people were coming to hear him rap, and he was like, "Arrest yeah. those killers, now get off yeah. my page." <laughs> <laughs> so think about how to use yeah. your creativity. This is again, we're using our platform to still keep mm-hmm. our name going. Um, we're using the hashtags. Continue to do that. Um, another Vanessa, good, Vanessa Guillen is something else I wanted to mention, right, is, is that we've also seen, again, right, we're, we're, we're seeing that black, it's not just black lives, right? It, it's yeah. like the idea around feminism. I think when people first got a hold of the idea, it was about making women up. And that's not the, the founding principles around feminism, right? It's equity, right? And the concept here is that Breonna Taylor is extremely important, but we've got people in the trans community who have been murdered, not only by police officers, but by other, by, by other black folks. We've got folks, um, Vanessa Guillen, um, who was the young lady who was murdered on Fort Hood um, and like in such a heinous way. And we know that there are certain sectors of the military that are protected in some ways in which it's going to be difficult to get justice for someone like her. But the point is to continue to say her name and do what we can as civilians and even folks who are veterans, right? You do what you can in order to support um, her cause as well, because this ain't just about black folks. Um, this ain't just about Brianna and George, right? This ain't just about Tamir and Elijah. This ain't just about Robert right? and, and David. This is about like people being treated like humans um, and not being chopped up and found in a locker or not being rolled up in a mat or not being killed with a knee to their neck or what have you. Um, yeah, man, I just want to say that piece too, bro. 
Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, we're kind of running out of time here, too. But, you know, just uh, reminding everyone as you continue to go back to work and continue to work in your spaces, um, try to continue to push for uh, for equity and also making sure that this Black Lives Matter movement right now isn't trendy. We're seeing a lot of it become trendy to say, oh, we posted the black square. Oh, we say Black Lives Matter. But we need to make sure we are able to create spaces that hold our companies and organizations accountable. So we're talking about policy change, you know, things that can be implemented. So we know if representation isn't there, we know that one of the best things to do is implement of sponsorship programs, networking opportunities. We're trying to change actions and behaviors of yes. people who have denied access into spaces. Um, and so be thinking about that, you know, look at your spaces. Are there sponsorship programs for people of color and women to be able to get advancement and leadership opportunities? If not, ask for them to be developed and be a part of that process. Um, but I'm a, I think we'll probably, you know, touch on a little bit more in our next episode, too, because yeah. I, I know we try to keep it within an hour so we can put it on our RG Live. Uh, but we're definitely going to touch on it. So just remember... Don't be reactionary to the right now. People are trying to appease folks who might be feeling a certain way, uh, but make sure the appeasement comes from equity, creating mm-hmm. creating policy, creating uh, systems that knock down barriers to equality um, in terms of representation and, and just us being able to take up space. So, I'll throw that out. Yeah. Well, bro, I think that's um that's what we have for today, bro. Um. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just make sure at the end of all our episodes that we always run down how you guys can get in contact with us. Uh, so from what I understand, Jay, they can email us at quarantine snacks podcast at gmail.com. All one word. Okay. How about Facebook? How do you find us? Find us on Facebook at uh, quarantine snacks podcast. How about Instagram? Uh, quarantine snacks podcast. All one word. How about YouTube? YouTube quarantine snacks podcast. Spaces and on Twitter, the at the QSP. All right, thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. We had a blast. You have a blast, Jay. I had a great time, man. I had a great time. We're gonna keep this going. I love it. Until next time, bro. Keep keep snacking. All right, brother. (laughs) Keep snacking. I love it. All right, peace. That's great. That's great. That's great.